You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. What's up, Downers? Welcome to the show. My name is Matt, but you probably already knew that from the title of the show. Uh, we got a great one today. I'm going to talk to Dan Coke. Dan is from Sherwood. He's a friend of mine. He lives here in Seattle. Uh, he's over here at my house, and we're going to do some talking about Donald Trump. Uh, Dan takes the politics and the... the uh, the, you know, the potential of Donald Trump being our president very, very seriously, and I take it not very seriously. So I thought it would be great to have a dialogue about that and hopefully not turn it into a debate kind of a thing that gets polarized and just see what it would be like and maybe demonstrate to other people how to have uh, a respectable discourse on a, a polarizing uh, heated topic. Uh, thank you guys for being so supportive of this show. It's working. The numbers are going up every week, especially now that I've been doing different things and attracting new people to the show, not just the regular old Emory fans and music people. Doing some of this other stuff has been greatly fun, and it appears that people like it. So I'm going to ask you, if you want to help out at all, just tell some people about the show. Just share it a little bit. And if you shop on Amazon ever, please go through my website, uh, click on that Amazon link, bookmark it, and do all your shopping through there, and it will support this show financially. The numbers are getting up there, and I expect to have some good sponsors uh, soon and make this thing really go. So thank you guys. My website is uh, breakitdownpod.com. You can see videos, YouTube, uh, find everything over there. And uh, yeah, here we go. Let's let's talk to Dan. Break it down, Dada. Break it down, oh, break it down. 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 Let's met Carter. Yeah. My heart's racing, man. A little bit. <laughs> Why is your heart racing? Is it okay. live video freak you out or something? No, no, no. Actually, just when I told you I would do this a couple days ago, I started getting anxious because I have. Generalized anxiety disorder, uh-huh. uh, which is a fancy way of saying I get panic attacks. And the way that it happens for people who get panic attacks is we have triggers. And Trump has been a trigger for me since last summer when his candidacy got going, when he uh-huh. started polling well, because I am genuinely afraid of what he would do as president. Yeah. And um, it's gotten a little better, the anxiety, because <laughs> I mean, it has had to, right? I mean, it. I'd either be a basket case for a year and a half or oh I had to gosh. sort of deal with it some. 
But like just being vulnerable here from the get go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I'm, I'm laughing at you because it's no. funny, but you, yeah, yeah, it's no, a safe it's, place to be vulnerable. Sure, and for me, to I know. Laugh at we're you, friends. We've been <laughs> friends for many years, uh, ten years. And uh, but it is hard for me to like sort of specifically go after him um, in a public way. It just makes me anxious. But I'm doing it. Yeah, well, because I, I think it's important. Well, that's why I asked you to come over because this topic is just so interesting to me, and I'm not a political person, and to be honest, I don't care much about politics or Trump or Clinton yeah. or anything like that. I'm the most opposite of your point of view, not in who I support or whatever, but in that doesn't bother me at all. I yeah. don't pay attention much. I don't know much about it. I don't care much about it. Right. There's a lot of things that are interesting about people's behavior regarding this issue, and you particularly stand out to me the way you post on social media and Facebook. It's been pretty obvious to me for a little while that you, and I'll let you articulate this, but you seem to feel a moral obligation to do whatever you personally can to make Donald Trump not get elected, and I find that yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad that you're like I love watching I'm it. Glad like, you're entertained by it. It's just no. a, it's yeah. just it's a part of the of politics that is hyper in a way that politics isn't normally. And you represent a lot yes. of people, and it 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 just kind of confounds me a little bit. So I thought I'd give you a chance sure. to see if you could convince me to care about something I don't care about. Which but is great. But I like it. And here's all I can tell you is I, I'm really. In, in fact, not only does it not give me anxiety, I've enjoyed this political season so much. I'm just really enjoying it. I really am. It's so entertaining and fun. That's my, your, really my main As stance. your friend, I just want to say the only reason that you've been able to enjoy the political season mm-hmm. is because of your privilege. Okay. Because if you were from Mexico or if you were an Iranian person who had moved here three years ago as a refugee, you would not be enjoying this political season. And that's... You know, not to make it so dark right away. Mm-hmm. Let me just, let me say, <laughs> let me respond to your sort of stated apathy. Uh, a couple things about me. I, in general, am the same as you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Obama beat Romney, right? What would have been different if Romney had beat Obama? Some things, mm-hmm. I don't know how many, ultimately probably not as many things as we tend to think would have been different. Uh, you know, Bush beat Gore. People say there would have been no Iraq war if Gore was president. Maybe. I mean, maybe, but maybe there would have been. Like, these things are global, and we take part in them, and Mm -hmm. the president has some effect, especially on foreign policy. Uh, But a lot of times it is true. Whoever becomes president is not going to affect my daily life. Mm -hmm. In fact, whoever becomes city councilman will have a much bigger effect on you than the president. At least you acknowledge that. Totally. If you were going to be political and you're not normally, that's where I typically would think someone would start. Yes, and in general, that's what I would encourage people to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, my wife and I are on like a little loose committee of people who talk about the tree regulations in our city of like 10,000 people. But that has real effect. Yeah, because one of the properties is right next to our house. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's five acres yep. of woodland. Okay. It matters what the tree rules are in our city. It will directly affect our life. Right. So we're involved. That's right. reasonable. But but just right. like any politics, what you're saying there with the tree thing locally, and this is a global scale, a national scale, but right. you vote in the tree thing and your local thing just on the way that you feel based on your, your personal interest in it. Well, not just interest because, for instance, not to go too deep into this, but... Uh, two million people are coming to Seattle in the next 20 years. 
we need a place for them to live. I don't want to live in a neighborhood that's just like white, rich idiots mm -hmm. who keep everybody out. So I actually would like a balanced tree policy. You know, I'm not just like, well, as long as the lot next to us is good, right, we're, but, we're good. But don't you think voters should vote yeah. their personal? Like, why? Yeah. How do you? I don't understand how it gets to be a moral position outside of politics, which the system is. Everybody votes their personal interest and their beliefs and what they think, and they prioritize however they do, and then the right person wins. That's I, our system. No, I, I think that's a So I don't see why you, you know, I don't I, understand the trying to block a I certain person. If he's the, no. major, if the majority of people right, right. have their best interests aligned with Trump's, he should win. Okay, two arguments. First of all, I think that's a little bit of a cynical take on democracy. I it's, call it optimistic. I well, think Obama, my favorite two presidents sure. are the last George Bush and Obama. I think they're awesome. Okay. They won. I'm glad they won. Yeah. I think they're cool. And I think the right guy won in both elections. Okay. So, but you're saying, like, okay, take President Kennedy saying, uh, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That's not like a meaningless thing that he said. Mm -hmm. He's he's talking about civic responsibility. And we have lost a lot of that. We live in a very individualized culture now. Mm -hmm. So I think to say... The way politics works is every individual person votes in their own best interest that they think, and then the best thing will come of that. Yes. I don't think that's true. I think that's being a little too biased with mm -hmm. our current moment. So that's first of all. And then second of all, the question is just because someone thinks Trump is in their interest does not mean that he is. Yes. Same but, is obviously, yes. obviously true for Hillary. Yes. So my argument is that Trump is actually not in anyone's best interest except Trump. And you're misinformed if you think he has, it would be, be best for you. Misinformed is maybe harsh. I would say we live in a time where reliable information is hard to come by. Totally agree. And uh, I think it's not immediately clear to anybody just how big of a disaster he would probably be. Mm -hmm. And it takes digging and it takes looking at some very odd occurrences. So... Basically, the biggest argument, well, before I talk about this, I want to say a little bit about myself so people know I'm not just like a, like a Hillary stooge sitting mm -hmm. here. Okay. Like I am center left. I'm like a total moderate guy. My favorite uh, columnist is uh, David Brooks, who's like a conservative columnist for the New York Times. I did not vote in the Democratic primary, and I was going to vote for Kasich in the Republican primary because I thought he would be a great candidate and would be a great president. Okay. Uh, I didn't have the chance to vote for Kasich because by the time it got to Washington, Trump had already wrapped it up. But just to say, like, I'm not, I'm not just like your bleeding heart lefty here. Mm -hmm. I am pretty moderate. And I just think we really have to keep Trump out of the white house. So, and here's, here's one of those things that we notice if we are paying attention that is incredibly rare. Normally, here's what happens every time there's a presidential election. All the Democrats say, my guy's the best. Really, guys, my guy is the guy. Yep. And all the lifelong Democrats say that, and all the retired Democrats say that, former senators, former cabinet members, former presidents. They all get behind the candidate, and all the Republicans say, our guy's the best. Yeah. And everyone gets in line behind the candidate. And it makes sense that they do this. Because these are career politicians or generals or mm -hmm. whatever. They have been in that tribe for their whole life. Their legacy is based on that tribe. Their speaking engagements come from that tribe. So mm -hmm. their income, right? What are we find what are we finding this year with Donald Trump? 
Do you want do you want to answer it or should I answer it? You answer it. That the, more the than Republican Party more even. than five hundred prominent Republicans mm-hmm. have said our guy is dangerous. Yes. Do not vote for him. Right. A few of the people that those a few names on that list, General Colin Powell. Well, okay, but you heard what his email said about Hillary, though. He has come out and said, do not elect Trump. Yeah. Right. So, sure. And Hillary's not perfect either, and we're not saying that. But, like, Bush's Secretary of the Treasury, the former president of the World Bank, who Mm -hmm. Bush elected, and Ronald Reagan's Deputy National Security Officer, are among hundreds of Mm -hmm. people. This is not normal. No, this it's is not a normal. sign of something weird going on that is worth looking at. Yes. Now, when it's you interesting, it's exciting, it's different, <laughs> but you know that the the reason there's plenty of reasons why why it may be. And one of the most exciting things for people, or especially people like me that are anti-establishment, anti-two-party yeah. system, think the whole thing's goofy, is this already. If it just ended tomorrow, or if he dropped out of the race, whatever, he's already done damage to the Republican Party, or true. made a lot of progress from some people's point of view. And I'm glad for it. Like, I mean, I, I'm not trying to derail you, but for sure. t- two things, I would sure. say that are amazing to me is he. It almost seems like he has slayed two of the bad parts of the Republican Party. One being the super religious right, because he's he's fine with LGBTQ. That's yeah. permanently now in the DNA of, or at least possibly open for the Republicans to go, oh, okay, I guess we don't get to beat that anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he's affected that change with almost half of the country that they're okay with supporting that. And then secondly, he is pretty, uh, from what I understand, is kind of disengagement with a lot of foreign affairs and stay out of that stuff with the neocons and those war hawky Republican sure. things. So it's not that surprising that, Ted Cruz and the religious people and then the neocon people are, are don't like him right. because he's really damaged what they stand for, which I don't like. And a lot of Republicans don't like and a lot of sinners and moderates don't like. So yeah. great job so far on that, Trump. So I'm not going to actually disagree with you a whole lot on what you're saying there. So the two things you mentioned are the isolationism mm-hmm. uh, and the other one was uh, basically showing the moral Bringing majority to the right yeah, showing, <laughs> showing the moral majority for what it yeah. like has really been mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about that one first the fact is most americans support gay marriage so it's not like that's trump's doing but it is good that he has shown that to be the case because for the gop to keep campaigning on that I mean, depending on if you want them to be a healthy party or not, it's actually not a good move for them to campaign on that because it's not a majority consensus opinion. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. And I, you know, I'm very saddened by prominent evangelical support for Trump. I think it is disgraceful and kind of outrageous. But at the same time, it shows the bankruptcy of that group. Mm -hmm. And... Mm-hmm. You gotta I, know. I that, like that though. Yes, I like that too. You have to know your cut before you can put a band aid on yeah. your cut, right? Okay, but that's still that's not only rejoicing. I mean, that's sad. Yeah, because they're gonna uh, Christians in America are going to lose a lot of opportunity to speak to their neighbors' lives because of this. Because their neighbors are gonna go, duh, I'm not gonna be a Christian. <laughs> like you go to an evangelical church. 
didn't like all your leaders support Trump? Like, no thanks. Like, I'll go to the new atheist meeting downtown or whatever. Well, let me see if you want to make your case more strongly, though. But, I, you know, can how I mean, what is so what is it that you how do you have access to and what do you think it is that will happen if he's elected? Because so far, I, I don't I mean, it's right like that. That's a I don't know if it's that crazy. So what what do you think actually would happen that so much so that it gives you actual anxiety and scare and worry? What do you believe he will do? Right. Okay. So, first of all, I'm going to go back. Well, really quick on isolationism. It's fine. Some people want to be isolationist. Some people want to be more internationally involved. Mm -hmm. I have an opinion on that. I don't know if my opinion is right. But to claim that we will not support our NATO allies in a time when Russia is actively annexing portions of Ukraine mm -hmm. is just not wise. If we don't support them, for good reasons, it's fine. But tipping your hand publicly because you are a person who does not have good self-discipline, that is never good. Just no matter what you want Trump to do or think he will do, his lack of self-discipline is a disadvantage to him, foreign policy-wise. Would you agree? Probably. To tell I, your enemy what you were going to do because but, you cannot yeah. help but say it when you have a microphone yeah, but, is bad. Well, we'll get to it in a second, but I'm just, I'm not sure what he is and what he thinks at all. I'm really not. And Which I have a couple of, of philosophies about, yeah. I have a couple of thoughts on them. We'll get to that in a minute, but I'm not sure what he would do or not do, but well, I'll what, tell what you, do you what, you, okay. So we don't know. So Putin, what is the, the, the fear that you really him. have that could happen so bad other than be like, okay, a normal bad candidate. Oh crap. Romney got elected. Oh crap. Right. You know, Bernie got elected, whatever it would have been. What What's is different? What is, what do you really right. think will be the, and, and how certain are you of, said outcome. I mean, you can never be totally certain, but we can use examples from the campaign to consider what might happen with Trump and presidency. Okay. So just the other day, a bomb goes off in New York, right? Mm -hmm. But, but no one knows it's a bomb, right? Trump gets off the plane and immediately says a bomb went off in New York. <laughs> if it had not been a bomb, that is a huge deal. You do not want the president of the United States sharing his information that is incomplete compulsively. Hillary said, it may have been a bomb. We don't have enough details yet. We, we're supporting whatever way we can. Okay. That is how you should respond. Just I guess, but you know a lot of his supporters, and reasonably so, go, at least he just says what he thinks and tells it like it is. That's okay yeah. with me. Telling it like it is is an interesting term. I mean, he doesn't actually tell true things. He tells what he's feeling and what he's thinking. He says what he's thinking. Mm -hmm. That's true. And there is something refreshing yeah. about that. Uh, but the problem is, if you are the most powerful man or woman in the free world, mm -hmm. you can't say what you're thinking. It's actually your job to hold your cards close to the chest. If you are trying to negotiate a ceasefire between Israel and Palestine, it is a bad idea to say what you're thinking. You can't do that. You have to walk... Like, let's not pretend that the most powerful person in the whole world is like a guy we'd like to hang out with. That's not their job. Their job is not to be relatable and fun mm -hmm. and funny. That's just not. That's a comedian's job. That's your mortgage broker's job, whatever. Yeah. The president cannot be that yeah, way. I'll concede that. Now, and, okay, let me, here's, here's an example. Okay, let's say North Korea decides to come to the table and negotiate disarmament. Mm -hmm. North Korea says, 
we're dying, we're starving. You have deep in the bowels of the UN, there is a security council meeting mm -hmm. and it's Kim Jong-un, <laughs> Putin, the president of China, mm -hmm. uh, whoever it be, maybe Angela Merkel or somebody, and Donald Trump mm -hmm. or and Hillary Clinton. Who is going to be in that room with the four other most powerful people in the whole world trying to get the most dangerous nation on earth to get rid of their nuclear yep. weapons? Do you want Donald Trump in that room or do you want Hillary there? Yeah, I would definitely go Hillary on yes, that. Given, if that I'm given is, that choice at that time, I would I would give Hillary. That is there. the choice but, that you are given on November 8th. But very speculative. No. You know. I mean, that exact that exact occurrence is speculative, but here's what's not speculative. Russia, Putin is going to try mm -hmm. and take more of Ukraine or the Balkans. It's clear. Putin is going to continue to support Syria as uh, Assad. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't know. I'm maybe saying his name wrong. As he uses chemical weapons on his own people. Mm -hmm. That's happening now. ISIS is going to continue to recruit people. These are going to happen. And it will either be Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton right. making decisions. And when ISIS takes a new city in Iraq. You do not want the president of the United States saying the first thing that comes to his mind in public to hundred million people. That's not a good plan. It's refreshing. What do you think? Well, I mean, but what do you think will happen? Do you, do you think America will economically collapse? You think he'll start a nuclear war? Oh, finger on the button. I mean, you think that he would do that? So here's what I'll say about nuclear war, which is obviously the most scary possibility. It is, for sure not out of the question. The ghostwriter of Art of Making the Deal, his book, mm -hmm. said that the reason he chose to speak out about Trump is because he lay awake at night considering <laughs> Donald Trump with nuclear codes. <laughs> this is a guy who Woo. spent months and months with yeah. this guy. It I, knows him fairly well, okay? Yeah, I can't help it. I mean, that just is so enthralling. I mean, and I know this isn't responsible. I understand it's from privilege, but it's like when there's a big hurricane coming. I, I like it. Okay, I just sure. can't help it. And I know that's I at least represent other people when I say that. But and I, I'm not saying it's the most responsible thing, but it's just I know that, and I also know that there's not a non-zero possibility of those things. So I would feel terrible. Yeah. Like I can see a future where I where I look back at the words I'm saying now and the opinions I had and go, oh my gosh. We've really devastated the world, or we, hurt my country, we took or it, we it took sucks it that none of us have money now, and yeah. we're you know if everything. I mean, those those are not zero possibilities. No, we took it lightly, and South Korea and Seoul was bombed by a nuclear weapon from North Korea, and it and ten million people died that didn't have to die. But, but that's really possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, here's the thing. Okay, so also. Other, you know, the hundred plus former security and defense members, cabinet members and whatever generals did that letter that said, we all agree that Donald Trump is too dangerous mm -hmm. with the nuclear codes and commanding the military. I mean, we have, I don't have the number in front of me of how many servicemen and women we have, but there, what is, there's probably half a million. I, I could be totally wrong. There are hundreds of thousands yeah. of people on active duty in the United States military and the man who would be their commander in chief with their lives and the lives of their families mm -hmm. in the balance is a man who, when asked a hard question by a disabled reporter, mocked him with his arms. Here's a man who, when a Gold Star family who had lost their son in Afghanistan in a heroic mm -hmm. 
self-sacrificial feat. When that man criticized Trump, Trump responded, one, by attacking the family and by saying, Mr. Khan has no right to stand up in a public place and mm -hmm. say that I haven't read the Constitution, which, of course, the first right granted to any individual citizen by the Constitution is free speech. It's literally the first right that Mr. Khan has as a, as a citizen of the United States. That is the temperament. So when Russian tanks go over the border into mm -hmm. Estonia... What the hell is he going to do? Like, how can he possibly... What do you think he will do, is my question. I think he will overreact. I think he will overshare information. I think he will drum up fear. I think he will do whatever brings him the most ratings or gets his approval that's rating a, up that's, that's or whatever. Yeah. He will do whatever he has done for his whole public life, which is more publicity, bigger gold shining around the name Trump, mm -hmm. And yes. helping out his friends. I, I, I will say that is probably his largest goal would be to further his name and his ego. But that raises some really interesting questions okay. to me. And this is, and by the way, if anybody wants to, we're doing this live. So if anybody wants to ask a question, throw out a topic or get Dan or my take on something, put it in the comments and Reva, you could, Reva if we get be, there in a little bit, we'll yeah. do a we'll couple, do but we got plenty to talk about yeah. as is. So, this is what it comes down to to me. And I, and I just can't, you know, again, from a non-political point of view, this is a really interesting human psychology, social thing for me. And quite interesting. There's two ways you can take Donald Trump, ultimately. There's, there's, just, there's two. And I'm not sure which one it is. Okay. But um, my wife says this really well. Uh, or she helped me understand the, the point of view that's more scared of him. So you either think he's a, a blithering idiot who just is talking and saying whatever and doesn't understand anything and doesn't mm -hmm. know anything, or you think, as I tend to think, that he is smart, intelligent, knows what mm -hmm. he's doing, and is just has succeeded wildly because of his uh, ability to know how to handle stuff, how to handle people, mm -hmm. and, and is amazingly good and calculated. So, and, and people like you and, and yeah. his detractors seem to really want to have it both ways, but they're not consistent. Like, for instance, Sam Harris thinks he is a dumb idiot that cannot have a coherent thought and would be, you know, just... But that doesn't make sense to me given how well and how organized and what he's done, how he's mm. dismantled this, positioned himself here, pivoted on this. It seems so clear. He's persuasive. He... It, there's tons of things to think about there. So if you think of him yeah. as a blithering idiot, the only way that he, a blithering idiot could get this far is like, like, uh, like it's just a numbers game. Like, uh, right. think of sperm going yeah, to the one egg. of them makes it. They're through. just yeah. one of them yeah. makes it through. It's no, just the people, big, people made that the argument best about sperm that makes it today. He just some idiot right. frat guy or whatever. Sure. It could be anybody. And now they're here, and it's just unbelievable coincidence that they can, he can get as far as he's gotten. Right. And people or, made that argument about George W. Bush. Oh, he's an right. idiot. He's not an idiot. Of mm -hmm. course not. Right. You you can't, you can't become president and be an idiot. Yeah. But I would say there's a middle. There is a middle ground of what you're saying. I would say I agree that he has tremendous skill. But the thing that he is skilled at is publicity mm -hmm. and 
causing a scene and mm -hmm. being a showman. Mm -hmm. He's actually very sure. good at that, which is why he was able to win those debates. Part of the reason, those Republican debates, part of the reason that he did so well is that the electorate, especially the GOP primary voters, were not that interested in facts. They weren't. They were frustrated and upset. And, you know, if Jeb or Rand Paul stood up there and like, gave coherent policy, it didn't test very well. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump's poll numbers in the primary shot up when he proposed the Muslim ban. Mm -hmm. They shot up after San Bernardino. The wall they, probably They shot thing. up when he said, we're going to build a wall. Mm -hmm. And they shot up when he said, Mexico's sending over rapists and criminals. Right. Do you think he means those things? Do you think um, he'll build a wall? No, I mean, I actually think... Uh, Do you think he even wants to build a wall? I think that from what I've read he will have to try and build some kind of a wall, but he'll probably settle for something less than the 50-foot mm. concrete structure he's talking about. More like a fence, which is not <laughs> the thing that I care about. Yeah. I mean, I, th that's not what, whatever. I mean, never mind the fact that immigration is at a negative right now. More people leave the U.S. every year than come, especially from Mexico. Like, they're already leaving. Right, but so we understand. So, but anyway, that's not what we're talking about. But, okay. but most of his criticism comes from the things he, he said yeah, yeah, that yeah. we all know he doesn't mean. Well, here's the thing. So, so you can say, well, that's the, a bad character, but you know where that trap leads. Here's the, dark, just, here's the dark part about him saying what he doesn't mean. Is that he is willing to say anything, no matter how immoral and no matter how damaging to another person, that will suit his own interests. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that about Hillary Clinton. It's not the same because Clinton plays by the normal rules. So a lot of she, people think they have people killed the Clintons. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean. That's how deep this goes. That's not my. I know. I don't. There have are any reason there are to a lot of that, conspiracy but. theories. They have never been tried for There's any of that stuff. There's conspiracy theories from they kill people to they're definitely dishonest to they definitely don't care about morals, and that argument is not going to hold against Trump. Yeah, the I mean, morality and duplicity and uh, honesty don't they don't hold up any better than his does. Well, so I think it's a false equivocation. Let's talk about their foundations really quick. So there's a Clinton Foundation and the Trump Foundation. Now the Clinton Foundation has been accused of and probably did sell access for donations to their foundation. They probably did do that. Um, many politicians do stuff like that. It's not great. Where does that money go? when it goes to the Clinton Foundation. Well, they're on the books. They have like an A-plus charity watch rating, mm -hmm. and they spend 88 cents on every dollar on malaria nets and AIDS medication. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, do the Clintons get sort of panache for being the Clintons? Do they get some sort of social political capital? Yeah, I mean, they do. Mm -hmm. And it raises their dynasty. It totally does. And they are a dynasty family. And I would prefer to not have a dynasty family member in the White House. But... They're, it's the it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation essentially is what it actually does, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Trump's foundation has not only been shown to have given twenty five thousand dollars to an attorney general in Florida for a ruling on a case of his, they spent sixty thousand dollars or whatever on a six foot painting of Trump to put in one of the golf clubs. That's the that's what the Trump Foundation spends money on. Trump has said he would give all kinds of multi-million dollar donations to charities. And then when reporters follow up to see if he sent those checks, 
They said we yeah. never received them, and then Trump blocks them from his yeah. rallies. I, I agree with it's you. That not it's, out, it's crazy it's, that anybody would uh, evangelicals, for instance, would support Trump and 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 even pretend for a moment like he's a a great man or a moral person. Well, like that, I, but that, I'm not that's saying that. Not really, I'm just saying it's not equal with Hillary. You cannot talk about it equally. In fact, you want to talk about uh, being indicted for things. So Hillary has zero federal indictments against her, despite all the things she's been accused of for 20 years in the public sphere. Most recently, James Comey, Comey of the FBI said, there's no case there. No prosecutor would prosecute her over the email scandal. It was a stupid thing for her to do. She should not have done it, but no prosecutor would take yeah. this case. Trump is currently being prosecuted in federal court for Trump University. Different stuff, though. I mean, this is Hillary stuff's political. It's the I mean, okay. It's I'm a, just saying, this Hillary cannot, thing is a disaster. You, it is a disaster. I mean, she is a disaster. The campaign is a disaster. It is a disaster. There's no way around that. I would say her single, and I'm, you know, I'm just being a pundit here. Her single biggest problem is that she's not forthright with people. Yeah. She is not transparent, and she is not forthright. Would you, would you say she's a liar? She lies, but I would say she's more of a spinner. She's like a classic politician, right, right. which I which I do think is a little different than bald face lying. Mm -hmm. But she spins things to her own benefit regularly. Now you could ask if you were trying to be compassionate, you could say, "Well, why has she done that?" Well, if you go back and look at the things the press has said about her, you know, when twenty years ago when she was first lady, and you know when she tried to pass healthcare initiatives before Obama, and all kinds of sexist stuff in the media about her and attacks. And, you know, she kind of like, you could imagine being secretive if mm -hmm. you were her. I still think it's the wrong move. And I, and my understanding is that in person, she's much more approachable and I wish she would make that. Sh I wish she would show that. But what I'm arguing against is to say, well, we can't talk about Trump's lies because Hillary lies. They are really different. The thing is, if Hillary lies about something, she gets nailed for it, even if she moves the facts around. Donald Trump came out this mm -hmm. week and said, Obama was born in the States. Yeah. After five years since the long-form birth certificate was, was given, of him continuing to say, eh, Probably not real. Who knows where he was born? Okay, but that on the brings record, up something really interesting. To on the me record, is I mean, you know, you can get all the videos of Hillary saying how she's for traditional marriage, and now she's this. Also, yeah. also, you got to give people a little bit of credit for moving the right direction, which is the weird thing because I don't trust Trump. You, you know, he's manipulating and using persuasion and stuff. But don't you have to give people credit for moving in the right direction at some point? Or yeah. it, for instance, if he starts softening on immigration, don't you credit him for? Go in the right direction. Here's the thing. Actions if you versus listen, words. I mean. I understand that point. But if you listen at all to Trump actually talking, he does everything based on polling numbers. He's very clear about yeah. that. So he's not progressing morally when he mm -hmm. says Obama was born in America. Kellyanne Conway, his new and third campaign manager, said, you have to say he was born in America or mm -hmm. you'll lose the election. He read a 30-second snippet from a piece of paper and left the stage right. because he could not say it and mean it. Yeah. He just read it. He is saying, <laughs> it's like what he's done with the evangelical church. He says the bare minimum to get Christians yeah. to vote for him. And it is 
abundantly clear that he does not care or mean so, it at all. So it seems like you're in the category of thinking this is this guy. He is a brilliant a, showman, but he is not more a than showman. A strategist. Uh, he's good at like. It's well, more no, than no, no. showman. To be to be clear, actually, if, if that's your point of view. No, I mean to, I can understand the point of view. He's an idiot too. No, I don't think but he's an idiot. That's not really both. But I would say the the local the recent pivots are from his new campaign staff. I think they were playing the whole time. I mean, I think that everybody knew this was going to happen the way it was going to happen because it was going to work. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't know why you would plan the whole time to fire Corey Lewandowski and then Paul Manafort. Well, I don't know Your about first the first and second the, campaign the man- No, I'm just saying as far as softening, I mean, it makes total sense. You go after the Republicans, you, you divide and conquer. And now yeah. that you're at this place, you're going to soften on this. You're going to pivot here. Yeah, that gonna, part is, well, in a sense, what you're saying is it's very obvious that Kellyanne Conway would encourage him to pivot. Mm-hmm. Of course, I agree with you. But the question is, does that matter to our discussion? Does that actually make Trump It does if way? you think you want our president to be a really good strategist that knows how to handle people and accomplish his goals for America. I mean, this is, that's not an unreasonable point of view. You're saying, okay, but the bar for him is so low. Mm-hmm. If Trump gives a speech for 45 minutes and does not say something racist or punch someone, <laughs> then the press goes, hey, wow. he's pivoting. Right. Uh-huh. Wow, he's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. But literally, like 75% of the things he says are factually incorrect, according to PolitiFact. It doesn't which, seem like he knows a lot about policy. And on the other hand, he doesn't know anything. all policy, all this stuff, but it's weird because what he's systematically dismantled everybody and that whole saying about uh, bring people down to your level he just did it he just made everybody yeah. stoop to his level and we let him and, and we, everybody's and just going him. I mean and so they look just as bad but here's what I think is really interesting it's like this was inevitable and that's something that I'm kind of a fan of is understanding things that are inevitable mm-hmm. uh, I might be so far as to say in the camp that I think he's going to con- going to destroy in this election and win. I think that's a reasonable point. I don't know if I think that. I don't yeah. know if I'd put money on it. I don't know what the polls say. It's Do you possible. know? Uh, right now, I would go with what Vegas says would be the best for me. I, I don't can, care about polls. I don't think they're that great. Yeah, but. Vegas is like 75% Clinton right now-ish. 70 to 75. Um, 538 has him at 40, chances, but. He had 43% on 538, which is... 43% chance of winning? Of winning the presidency. But see, that's over, That's as of right now. So there's a lot. There's a ways to go, but I think Trump has the better probably plan going forward for the remaining couple months. Or how long is it? October? November uh, 8th. November 8th. So, you know, it. it's really... But I feel like there may be have been a gravity toward this. Like, this is a consequence this whole thing is a consequence of this, the, 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 the elites. Bush, well, it's also, the Clintons, the, there's the, the two whole more power elite yeah. thing. I we mean, may have been going elites. toward this drain. It's like uh, like when you buy a house mm-hmm. or have a credit card or something, like Dave Ramsey will say, well, and then you go to sell it at a loss. He said, well, you lost the money a long time ago when you made a bad investment. You're not losing right. money now when you sell the house. Right. This yeah. might, this whole thing is we're just spiraling down the drain that w- dishonesty and shitty politics and all this stuff. We've all been involved in it. So They've all sad. done it. And here we are. This is inevitable. Trump may be a vehicle and he may, I mean, maybe this is going to be progress either way because my personal opinion still at this point would be let him win. We'll also demonstrate that the president doesn't matter very much at all, which I'm very, I tend to think that way. I, just, I understand it's not zero that he could do crazy nuclear war. So I that just gives me, it gives yeah. me pause there. But 
the president, this might be the greatest opportunity to prove to everybody that the president doesn't matter. Nothing happens. Nothing changed. He's okay. in there four years. Nothing was, I think that's the most likely scenario is he could win and then everything's fine. And it's just like great comedy for another four years. And it's interesting times and nothing happens. I think that's so cynical, dude. Okay. So Georgia, your that's daughter. optimistic. Georgia is, <laughs> Georgia's. Uh, Bridget's Mexican mm-hmm. heritage, so yeah, my daughter and wife are Mexican. That's and right. Georgia's four. Mm-hmm. She's right. three. She's three, almost four. Okay, so she's gonna have four years, and there is gonna be some kind of cultural dominant conversation going on, and it is gonna matter if she goes through second, third grade, whatever, looking up at the screen every night that the president is on television and going, "That's a woman. I could be president," or. If the president on TV, whenever the president's on, and what she hears around the playground for all the kids is regularly making racist comments, is encouraging the far right fringe of our society and giving them a voice, a public voice, Mm -hmm. it's already happening. I mean, there's already all these reports of kids repeating stuff that they hear from Trump on television and and making fun of their non-white class members and stuff like that. I mean, it will make a difference the kind of world that your daughter grows up in. I'm not trying to make a low blow, but I'm just saying no, there I mean, are going to be, and you're in Seattle, you're going to be somewhat protected from that. But if you lived in Georgia, right, mm-hmm. and you have a half Mexican daughter going to school for four years of a Trump America, you can you honestly tell me you think there would be no difference in what I, she would experience? I, I, I don't know what, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I'm from, I mean, here's the other thing, Dan, I'm from the South. And this message that Trump has, I genuinely understand it and Mm -hmm. why it resonates with people. I genuinely do. Right, right. And I'm not a Trump supporter, and I'm not going to vote for him. I'm also not, not I'm not saying I I don't understand why it resonates. Additionally, I don't know if you know this or not, I've never voted and don't intend to, but um, I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm not a supporter. None of this, none of my point is I think that's a great guy who will make a great president. I I just don't know You're saying it doesn't matter. That's your argument. But the elites and the liberals and the left and the big city people, they have given a lot of people a really bad taste. They really have. And I really do understand people that do support Trump, and I don't think they're that crazy. They're not They're not racist Well, I'm not saying just that, because they sure, support Trump. And me, I'm not certain that Trump is actually what really should be classified as a racist. Yeah, I, I don't really know don't think that. I don't know if he's racist. Uh, and let me be clear. I'm not saying that the average Trump voter will start spewing hate speech once he's president. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he allows the baser parts of ourselves. He he mm-hmm. makes it okay for us to vocalize that stuff. And it's already shown. I mean, like crimes against minorities have gone up since he won the primary. Like that is just, you can look it up. It does make an actual difference in people's lives that the representative of the most powerful nation in the world is a guy who retweets white supremacist Twitter accounts. That does matter. It just does matter that there's a picture of Hillary with a bunch of money and a Jewish star on it. That that comes from the president of the United States. That's not nothing. It's crazy. The words we say and the messages we put out there, especially as leaders, matter. And it will make a difference for your daughter's life and for Matt and Christie's daughter's lives and their Mm -hmm. new son coming. It's going to make a difference. So... It's not, I'm just trying to argue that it's not nothing. And going back to my biggest piece of evidence that it's not nothing, 500 GOP lifers coming out and Mm -hmm. saying, do not elect this man. 
they think it's a big enough deal to put their whole careers and reputations on the line. That's what I'm saying. I think the 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 most compelling things are the people that know him individually that would say like the co-author of that book. Those are the most yeah. compelling things. It's definitely not some other political person saying it or a journalist well, or media. I'm not a, listening no, to any of that. Four, Everybody knows how no, to no, no, disregard no. that. And I hope that people can listen to this. And I really do believe this, that your influence right. is more one-on-one. And I mean, it's just so bizarre how I, you can look, you can find the clips, yeah. the well-stated talking points, the obviously disingenuous on both sides political stuff and facts and it's just it's this so easy if to ignore a now. republican four-star general saying this man is unfit for office that's not the normal political back and forth mm-hmm. that dude is actually doing exactly what you're saying and breaking through the bullshit mm-hmm. and saying guys political bullshit aside I'm yep. a four-star general. No, Do yeah. not elect him. No, I understand That's that. That's different. I, I can understand that from that point of view, but I wish I had it. But could, Reva, could you look up what Colin Powell said about Hillary Clinton in an email? That I heard that the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, what, an, what another crazy thing. You know what I'm talking about? He okay. said something. Somebody looked that up. I'd love to hear what it is. I don't want to misquote right. it. Reva's going to find it, was, it. I thought it was insane. <laughs> okay, but while we're doing that, but while we're doing that, let's get some quotes about Hillary Clinton from when she was Secretary of State. Okay, just because I know that people think she would be, she's incompetent, she would be awful, she was an awful Secretary of State. But let me just read a couple of things here. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham, one of the most effective Secretary of States that I've known in my lifetime. Republican, Republican. Lindsey Graham, South Carolina. Senator John McCain, okay, ran for president, war hero, Republican from Arizona. Secretary Clinton is admired and respected around the world and a very effective Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan, current <laughs> head of the GOP in 2009. If she were president instead of Secretary of State, we would have fixed the budget together by now. Mm-hmm. Like, you just cannot say, like those are people going across the aisle mm-hmm. to a Clinton and saying, you know what, she's good at this job. Yep. So all I'm saying is this, You've got that table at the UN, or you've got. Putin. We don't like politicians, or even us. We've all we've had to do is say we got to support Lindsey Graham because he's a Republican, and I live in Georgia or South Carolina. Yeah. I never liked any of these bastards anyway. I don't care what they say; they're all lying through their teeth. Nobody yeah. represents us. Nobody's talking about I see me. What you're saying yeah. this guy is. That's I that, understand that. I, that right. is what they feel, and I know. it's true. And I just want to say, he, and that it is might, true. That is true that their feelings are based in reality. But here is the, also the reality. World leaders are going to do crazy things that are going to potentially harm millions of people. That is actually going to happen, whether or not we like it. And the president of the United States will be a central figure mm-hmm. in saving, hopefully, the lives of millions of people. That is just always true of mm-hmm. the president of the United States, the head of the EU, the prime minister of the UK, Interesting. the president of China. It just, like, we don't see this as normal citizens, myself included. We don't see it, but it is true. Mm-hmm. It impacts tons of people. But don't you think, first of all, there it may be really possible that he didn't ever intend on getting this far or maybe doesn't even want the job. And I do get the sense that if he had the job, he would not be looking to be super hands-on. I think he would probably, I would oh, no, guess man. at a minimum, he would try to spend his time 
on his image and not on policy. That's an in which case, you would guess. imagine. What about the what about the idea that he gets? And I think this is insane, which is why it's so exciting to me. But I think it'll be a real possibility <laughs> that he gets into the White House, walks in the Oval Office, which. He, he'll have to in his own brain, no matter how much you think he has a personality disorder or whatever, if he walks in that Oval Office yeah. and gets inaugurated, he's going to have to say, holy shit, I re- this is, I'm going to really have to try to do right here. I'm going to really need some help, really want to do a good job here. Yeah, Who can help me? What should we do? Every time you see them going in to get Bin Laden or make those decisions, there's a giant table of people sitting around. Yeah, there's just no reason and, to believe that there's no reason to believe that a 70-year-old man who's so entrenched in his patterns of behavior is is going to just change like that. If they ask him about Aleppo, so he's going to go, I don't know. He doesn't know. I mean, I agree. I know that's insane, okay. but he doesn't know. But let me give you so another, he's going to have to get you, good advice from somewhere. Let me give you another table that he and seven other people were sitting around after he criticized the Khan family for speaking out at the, Republic, or the Democratic Convention. Every single person on his team said, Donald. Stop criticizing a gold star family. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, nope, I can't help it. I'm going to criticize them. Mm-hmm. It killed him in the polls. That is when Hillary Clinton had an 11 point lead on him nationally is when he was doing that. He could not help himself yeah. until right. until he had hurt himself so much that he was like, okay, fine. Obviously, I need to hold my tongue on this. Mm-hmm. You don't get three weeks of polling data when Pakistan and India are facing off and about to launch nukes at each other. You don't get three weeks of polls. You have to make a wise choice in the moment. JFK didn't get three weeks at the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is, I think that it is very irrational to think that a man who has said when interviewed, who do you consult about foreign policy? And he answers, I mostly consult myself. I have really great thoughts. <laughs> it is unreasonable to think that that person it's at so 70 bizarre. years old will all of a sudden change. He won't. Yeah. I mean, it, he just won't. So I guess I'd amend my categories to say blithering idiot or genius strategist person who's playing everybody because i think that wouldn't necessarily make a bad president to have an outsider or whatever but there's a like i said there's some very scary thoughts about it the 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 probably worst one is highly capable highly intelligent uh sick person personality disorder yeah that that is blinding perhaps that that probably is is probably maybe the most likely or makes the most sense yeah i i don't want to be an armchair psychologist but the few articles i have read are very worrisome. I mean, it, it, it sure sounds like uh, a person who does not have a filter and you just don't want that person running the most powerful country in the world. You just don't. I mean, on no version of it, do you? would you prefer that? There's one more thought on that that I heard from Scott Adams, who's a Dilbert creator. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. I th- yeah. think he's a genius, a, a real genius. He isn't a Trump supporter either, but I feel... Whatever he says, I'm. That's probably where I land. But okay. in, in as far as his points of view on a lot of stuff, I think it's very. I think he's very sharp. But he says that he's from New York. Trump's from New York. Yeah. There's there's an element of you. You just people from New York are obnoxious. They're loud. They say it like sure. it, what it. You know, they talk. They talk about their good stuff and their bad stuff, and they brag and they say, "Hey, I'm good at this." Or Fuck you on this, right. and and once you understand that, then I mean, because none of us really believe Trump means all the things that he says, but we understand it's part of his character and the way that it is, and yeah. so will China, and so will Russia. They go if he's I'm gonna if he says uh, at a press conference, I, I'm probably gonna 
really think about the nuclear codes. Like he says about Russia should hack, or maybe some of the Second Amendment people should check into Hillary. Well, he says these obnoxious things, but you don't believe them, and neither will they. The Chinese leader is going to understand, well, that's just him running. They're not going to go uh, react to him saying something as the same as if Obama started saying stuff about nuclear weapons. They'll just assume he's just saying stupid stuff like he always does. They'll know that, too. You know that. I know that. So will Putin. Yeah, but if one of those leaders says, hey, dude, how about this uh, deal for your estate on the side? I mean, that's the stuff to worry about. Like, you don't you think know, maybe his, you don't think the drive to have the right legacy to be a successful president. If I, if I only cared about my name and I was a massive ego guy, I wouldn't want to do damage. I would want to get in there, do whatever it takes to get in there, and then I would want to do whatever it took so that I was remembered as a successful president. I think that might be a good argument for like Mark Cuban mm-hmm. if he were to run for president. Um, Mark Cuban thinks Trump is terrible and disastrous. And he's also, Mark Cuban is like a a verified billionaire. I mean, Trump's, (laughs) Trump actually, by the way, not releasing tax records is a huge deal. I mean, he could be like anything could be going on. And the fact that he won't prove to America that he pays taxes Mm -hmm. and that he is in fact worth a lot of money and that he is not involved with nefarious crime overlords in Venezuela and stuff. The fact that he won't prove that and that every single candidate since Gerald Ford has done that is a huge red flag and should be a huge red flag. And so if you think you know how he's going to act and he won't even be transparent. No, I don't think you do know. Right, I you agree. don't. It's a huge wild card. Yeah. But I think if Mark Cuban, for instance, was a you know, outsider going to come in, shake things up, and he's going to be really con- concerned about his legacy, I would buy that argument. I think that Trump, Trump's legacy is actually not that good. I mean, if you think no, about it, far. he got really, he got really, you know, lucky, or maybe he was prescient. He was given a bunch of real estate in Manhattan in the seventies. Now, turns out, any Manhattan real estate that you owned in the seventies is now is worth a, a lot of money. Right. He has leveraged that real estate to start a bunch of companies that have failed and mm-hmm. gone bankrupt. He has gone bankrupt. And ones that have worked. A couple, I mean, how, what, do you have 10 uh, bankruptcies out of 500 entities? I don't know. Maybe that's not It's not, not so 500 bad. entities. I mean, he's got like a handful of hotels, which have not gone bankrupt. And then all the other stuff basically has. So I just think that, first of all, I don't know that he is, like the things he's been really good at are promoting the Trump brand in mm-hmm. a certain sense, like in a, generic sense, not when applied to vodka steaks, airlines, or mortgages, or university. The Trump brand has not been helpful for those five things. They all went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And in fact, some of them are in litigation. Uh, but his overall brand and some of like the resorts and stuff have done well. And he's been really good as a television host. Mm-hmm. Like he's really knows how to make a good TV show. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. But to say just because he is incentivized as a president to have a good presidential legacy does not mean that he's qualified or has the skills to be a good president. So would he be incentivized to say, be remembered well by people? Yeah, sure. He'd be incentivized to do that. Does he have the ability to do that? Absolutely not. He has no qualifications. He's not going to know what to do. But you could look at it another way. If, if, if for instance, I got made president tomorrow, I, I, I don't... You know, Trump doesn't. He doesn't have the, uh, the the political networks and the relationships and all those things that seem to really hinder effectiveness. So, 
it would just maybe do what he doesn't. He's not beholden to anybody. He doesn't care if the people he told he's going to build the wall. If he gets in and goes, oh, a wall? No, I'm not going to do that. It's dumb. He doesn't. He 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 could say that if he wanted to. He doesn't care about what he previously said. He's going to do what he thinks is the best thing at the moment, which could counterintuitively so, so be a strength because is, he doesn't have to go, well, I can't okay. do this or I won't. So he might literally so be able to, to, to ask 10 smart people every time there's a decision to be made and listen to them. So the argument, No a politician okay. d- can do that because they have all the ideologies, Actually, the party, that, all that stuff. But a politician is also bound by the voters because they want to be reelected. Uh, Trump is not bound by those things. What you're telling mm-hmm. me is yes. rather than right. have an extremely qualified person who is nonetheless a career politician. Completely may, bound by what they can do okay, and not do. if you want to call it that, but someone with 20 years of governing experience and a former secretary of mm-hmm. state, rather than having her making extremely complicated decisions for the whole world and for the United States, I would rather throw a D&D 20-sided die in and hope I roll a good number. Okay, but... Because I have no idea what people do. Do the thought experiment this way. Let's say you had the choice of having Hillary Clinton be the president yeah. or me, and I'm going to tell you I'm going to yeah. hire the 10 smartest people yeah. and listen to them. Right. Which would you rather have? Uh, Hillary Clinton, absolutely. <laughs> and here's why. And here's why. Because it's not just about advisors. First of all, there's very little evidence that Trump does well listening to advisors. He has fired two campaign directors, mm-hmm. and when asked who he listens to, he good says, point. I listen to myself. That's a good so point. So those are... Two really big pieces of evidence that he will not listen to advisors. Second of all, advisors are not everything. You have to stand in front of a camera with the heads of state of every nation in the world watching you and project a certain thing. You have to show strength or you have to show compassion or you have to show mm-hmm. ability to reason. I mean, there's a, it's a, to sit in our chairs in our living rooms as regular citizens and go, I just think a guy who would be willing to sort of ask good questions could get the job done. We're being naive. Do it's you a think complicated you, job. You, you think you would be better than Trump as president? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, but I would not be better than Hillary right. or Kasich or mm. Romney or anybody. The, like, I've never run anything as a in a in that kind of a way i've never been responsible for military personnel i've never like hillary was in the room advising on the obama or the osama bin laden Mm -hmm. assassination attempt Mm -hmm. she was a part of that plan they did it are you gonna seriously tell me that that adds nothing to her resume to be president it adds something yeah clearly I mean, it's so hard because she's completely qualified to do what presidents and politicians do. And if, yes. you're, if your point of view is largely cynical of them, okay. here we are. Here, here, we're, here, we're, at, here we're at where it really gets 30,000 foot view. I agree with you that politics as usual is not the best scenario. I'm not arguing that we should vote career politicians always over right. outsiders. I'm not saying that. I would welcome a qualified outsider to become president right. of the United States. So just this is a logical is the time. Yeah, it's bad logic and I agree with this to say, well, we've all been asking for something different. So let's just Th- take therefore the, anything the one option. anything different is is yes. good. That, I mean, that's, that's not exactly my the point. Case. I mean, I that's what I'm saying. If Mark Cuban had run, I mean, Romney is was partially an outsider, you know, he was governor of Massachusetts, but he was a private sector guy before that and that's how he made all his money. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm fine with an outsider. What about, though, what about the idea that Trump could go in there, be a bad president, and this whole system at least is kind of going to be irreparably damaged and we can rebuild in six or eight years? It might take 14 years for America to get good, but we could be better from the failed Trump experiment in the long... That's, that's the, the, the longest, you say, 30,000 foot view, say, ionosphere view, 110,000 right. feet view. Maybe America gets it really bad and wrong for four years here, and then something else bad happens, and we don't get it, and then we learn some lessons, and yeah. then 12, 15 years from now, okay... And we can look back here's, at this whole thing here's like, what I golly, we went off the rails if and finally wins, we can rebuild in a new way. If he wins, that will be my prayer. Yeah. Is that that is what happens. I don't think that that is a good argument to vote for him. So I do not think that Agreed. we should Agreed. choose chaos so that after the chaos, we might build something yeah, but better. Look at, but look at revolutions in history. Just well, think about it. No, first, first of all, no society ever has lasted forever. They all come down. Mm-hmm. They always change. And all of yeah. those things have been terribly violent and upheaval and converged at these really deadly and awful moments in history. Yeah. This might not be... We, this might not be that bad. We might, yeah, because, but no matter be. what, it's like a brush fire not being taken out in the in the forest or something like that. There's massive, massive problems, and they're going to come to a head. I mean, it, it's super unpredictable to roll the 12-sided die to see what might happen. Totally agreed. But there's even still some merit to a shake-up doing it. I mean, this could be a less violent type of change or revolution or i mean we may be it may be inevitable it is what i'm saying be. it well, may not be there trump is, there may be some inevitable change in america's future there is a global trend toward isolationism and toward nationalist demagogue leaders winning mm-hmm. office it's happening in europe it's happened in italy brexit is a good example yeah, of this yeah. but that does not mean that it doesn't matter whether or not we go along with that mm-hmm. right if you want the GOP to be shaken up, congratulations, it's already happened. I'm excited about that already. It's am, already good. I'm excited but. about that insofar as I think that the GOP has really kind of lied to its citizens for a long time and, and said, we're for the little man, we're mm-hmm. for small government, and basically just cut taxes for the rich. Yeah, it's a scary thing And that's in worth some ways. changing, but that's already happened. That has been accomplished. Trump has shaken that up. There will be a reckoning in the GOP either way now, and it will be a different party. Mm-hmm. Reba, do we get the quote that I was asked for or any questions either one? There's an email leak of Colin Powell saying some nasty stuff about Hillary Clinton is what is what I was looking for. But, but I let's don't also remember, remember they that. are on... Okay. okay. There, wasn't, there wasn't one sentence or two to pull out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Hubris. I mean, that's no, that, that's that was fine. some nastier stuff that in there, is, but that's but okay. That is Clinton type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. It's true. But and and I'm fine with people wanting to change the two party system. I supported a third party candidate in 2004 myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Green Party. I was like 21 years old. It's pretty liberal. But that's great. This is not the time right. for it. Keep Trump out. And then let's talk next time. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like, I would honestly. Do you say, think it's going to the floodgates will be open now? Like, like th- is it is it on with the celebrities with the new rules either way? If, I don't if know, so, man. I, I say good, but maybe. maybe. I mean, you, I you might be right. Let's skate on Trump. And but I mean, what do you want, Trump, Kanye next dude. time? I mean, what, where are we headed though? Like, if I we skate know. by on this Trump thing, is this just going to go away? Well, here's the are thing. Are we going to go back to normal? Here's the thing. The Trump Republican is not, Party's fractured and the Democrats are going to dominate for the... I mean, that's, that's not going to happen okay, that way. But Equilibrium in, will be reached somehow. Yeah, and it will be interesting. And 
I pray that it will be nonviolent. I mean, right. I don't want another civil war. I don't want anything like that. But I don't think that we should come up with like large scale hypotheticals over a 10 or 15 year period and use those as a primary motivator. Here's something that will happen in the next year if Trump gets elected president. Let's do a little thought experiment, okay? okay. Your name is Jose. You're 40 years old. You're from Panama. You got here illegally, but you've been working and paying taxes for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you get a knock at the door for Trump's new task force of deporting 11 million immigrants, even taxpaying immigrants, part of his plan. Your child was born here and she is seven and she's going into second grade and you have a decision to make. They come for you. Now, how do they have your address? Well, they have your address because not only do you pay taxes, you pay so much taxes that you usually get a tax return. So you give the IRS your address and the task force gets your address. And they say, you're coming with us, Jose. Uh, we're taking you back to Panama. And you look at your daughter and you have to decide to bring her with you back to Panama where you have no job. Or you have to trust entrust her to social services or something like that because she's an American citizen. Let's say you leave her behind. They put you on a bus. They take you down to LA and they, you board a cruise ship with 5,000 Panamanians that they are deporting back to Panama. What do you think that ship ride is like? Do you think it's four star? I do mean, you, that, do you think, that, no, no, hold on. How do you think they're going to get 5,000 people at a time back to Panama? They're going to put them on a ship. It's going to be as crammed as possible. It's going to sound a whole lot like the plot from Amistad going the reverse direction. Mm -hmm. And these are human beings. These are mm -hmm. human beings who pay taxes in America. This is the kind of thing that will happen if he becomes president. You, he I has mean, executive I just power over this. I just don't think yeah. that that would happen. Real, I just don't okay. think he would. I think that deportation thing is just talk. I and mean, that doesn't okay. speak well of Trump. I but understand. I don't think that is reasonable there's or true recent, or would get done at all. There's a recent New Yorker article where a guy interviewed a bunch of policy experts and presidential power experts. Mm -hmm. And he kind of lays out, it was just a few days ago, he lays out, here are the things that Trump can actually do and here are the things he can't do. Yep. And mass deportation is one of the things he can do. He does have that power. And he has- I, I'm and not it convinced is his, that he even wants that it or thinks it's reasonable. Central, it feels like it's just a thing he's saying. And it doesn't speak well of him. And if you knew for sure, if we, and I know that's super weird to go against what the guy's saying and use it as an argument for him. I understand how bizarre this is, which is, again, why this is entertaining. And But part of political- apolitical or political agnosticism is that you can't really know what these people are saying are going to do. Yeah, and I don't believe that's going to happen. If I knew that it would, then yeah, that'd be very worth opposing. It's more likely it, that it will happen if a he's A nuclear elected. war or a human horrors. You have to you vote know. based on probabilities. That's all we have. We don't yeah, have certain. Then you can have single, but but then you become a single issue voter. Okay, no, then, then no, you can no, say abortion. Many then. probabilities. About, but then you could go abortion. And go Hillary is more favorable to yep. abortion than Donald yep. Trump, and that holocaust of lives being ended is enough for me to not. No, nothing else compares to that. And, and there's some enough people, people are that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's a reasonable point of view. If you believe that or abortion is murder, yep. and this candidate is going to murder millions of people, 
Hillary Clinton. It's just all about murdering millions. That's some people's opinion. And right. they, well, he may, it, a, a boat ride back to Panama is not as bad as aborting millions of Americans, like killing them in the womb. And some people will make it that that's the, the issue. I don't like, that's why politics is so goofy and you don't know and it doesn't matter. And I don't know what, what anybody really thinks about anything anyway. And there we are. But if you're going to go single issue, okay, abortion might be a bigger deal than immigration. I'm definitely not agreeing that we should go single issue. I think that the Supreme Court... But you would go single issue if it was nuclear war. Yes uh, or no? Yeah, Every, yeah, actually, we all would have to, I right? think nuclear so. war is a good single issue. I don't think it's like clear enough that he would start one that it's like obvious. Mm-hmm. So, But you do think but he it would is a big try to do the deportation, mass deportation. You yeah, believe, I, I you believe intellectually that he would give it his best attempt to mass deportation. If Trump does not increase deportations and at least well, attempt, at least attempt if Trump does not at least attempt door, to deport the 5 million people that would be implicated in his most recent foreign policy uh-huh. speech. If he doesn't at least try to do that, he has no chance of re-election with his base. And you better believe Trump is going to want a second term. That dude is not going to settle so for So he one. may become slave to the system like yes. anybody else. He will be a slave the to the things that vote. his constituents want him to do. Yep. So it's not like, well, Hillary's a slave, but Trump's not. He's the slave too. But to what, what explains these want. things that politicians say and don't do? Let, let's give the real obvious one. I'm going to build this wall. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. Let me tell you another one. I'm going to close Guantanamo. What's right. the difference? Yeah. Well, the difference is... Uh, Per the New Yorker article that I just mentioned, uh, presidents don't have executive order to close Guantanamo. Yeah, so Obama could have done a lot of things he said if he if he yeah, wanted to. Saying, he could have done a lot more than he said. But he actually, was do. okay. But actually, that article notes they go back through all campaigns of major, you know, in the last thirty years or whatever presidential presidential uh, candidates who have won, and on average, candidates' central claims they accomplish seventy percent of them in some way or the other. So it is actually irrational to think that Donald Trump will not accomplish any of the, his central claims. If if you go by statistics, he has a 70% chance of in some way accomplishing the wall, the Muslim ban, the uh, deportation of 5 to 11 million people, right? The letting Russia do whatever it wants in Ukraine and in the Balkans with NATO. There's a 70% chance. Dude, of, but that could, go, not, that could be that less likely to start nuclear war then. Uh, dude, I don't <laughs> I'm know, not man. Go starting, Russia, I mean, starting a but, cold war. I, it's, it's just, I, there's a lot of frightening isn't things. Isn't it just it really frightening is. that yes, he's in charge of that stuff? It, okay. I'll give you this for sure. Voting for Hillary Clinton is by far the safest choice, yes. safer choice. If you have anxiety, if you have fear, if you're worried about the direction, like of of actual apocalyptic things happening, she's way, way safer in it's that a regard. No-brainer. But if you don't think, yeah. That that those apocalyptic things are really on the table, or those you know crimes against humanity will be the problem. Then I, yeah, if I, you it's and, different, but I would have to say if you care about freedom of religion, then it's an obvious choice because Trump wants to bar people from entering the United States based on their religion, mm-hmm. which is the thing America was founded on. And since you're this scared about Trump, that that is that a reason why you wouldn't tell people just vote their... I mean, you, you, you really want to convince everybody to vote Hillary, not just vote your conscience just or got, vote like, third party. You can't even go with generally, that. Generally speaking, I would, I'm totally a feel-free-to-vote third party kind of a guy. Like, I, I really think it's fine. As I said, I supported a third party candidate mm-hmm. 12 years ago myself. I think that's great. In this case... It is a special case. And I know that people, every major candidate makes this plea to third party voters every four years. 
but yeah. this is different. That's so cool. With interesting. 500 that, that- GOP officials saying, do not elect this man, mm-hmm. with four with four-star generals saying he's not fit for the office from the Democrat side, with the director of the FBI, who's Bush appointed, saying Hillary did not commit anything even worth indicting, much less much less being convicted upon. Still, what a disaster. It's a disaster. Politically, it is a disaster. And if she doesn't beat Trump, she will go down as the most infamous Democratic nominee ever. People will never forgive her. I'm also not super big on her being the first female. Like, goodness gracious. I'm so for females. Like, I love the notion of thinking my daughter and her abilities and whatever. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That's, I mean, what if Hillary's... But it's the choice we have. I mean, it just is the choice we have. And so, I agree. Not ideal. But like I would rather have Condoleezza Rice or Elizabeth Warren, maybe. Or why did it happen this way? How did it this happen? How did why, yeah. why couldn't the Democrats put somebody better That's there? A great question. Uh, I think because I, I I mean I think she's got a lot of political capital, and so I think she spent that political capital to get this. It's done. so bizarre that we're in a, I mean everybody. It's almost unanimous that they're neither one of them are liked. Yeah, I mean that's just the bizarrest thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, she she just lost to Obama in the primary in uh, 08. So there's probably good reason to believe that she would be a strong candidate. I, I I don't think she was the best candidate personally, but she is the one we have. And and I you know it's fine. I get the third party thing. I get voting your conscience. Just not this time. Like it's not this time. Just please pay attention to the writing on the wall this time. He is utterly unstable to be running our military and to be the most powerful man in the world. He just is the wrong guy for probably that. Probably true. That's my whole that's my argument. Yeah. It's that's just probably hold true. Your nose. I'm not scared like you so are. Carter. But. Carter, my two things to you is hold your nose for four more years and get a regular politician. What a bad argument. No, hold your nose. Because that, it's that, Trump. But oh gosh, that's just not I mean, that's just it's so funny how it's well that satisfying. plays into his strategy of i mean well it doesn't play into a strategy if you vote against him then it doesn't i i would say if people are going to vote i think you should i believe you should vote on principle like what your principles yeah. are and i think you should vote in your best interest and may the best man win and i think it should work that way i think that's democracy though yeah but and he i think, I think it's not wasting for? a vote I'm not saying I don't think you should vote for him because I don't think he, I think that's a good reason right. not to vote for him. He's not a man of principle. There is no principle. He has no by principles. Which, yeah. He doesn't share yours. Look, if you vote for so Gary that's a Johnson, great reason right. not to vote for Trump. If you vote Gary Johnson, you're saying I believe in libertarian principles. Mm-hmm. Great. If you're, I have friends who are libertarians. Great. Okay, vote libertarian. But I have plenty of friends who are like, well, I don't like Hillary either, so I'm going to vote for Gary Johnson. It's like, but Gary Johnson can't win. Like, if you're voting for Gary Johnson, you are it's voting for supposed to work. Libertarian the d- democracy is supposed to work if people just vote their way, their thing, what they really think. And yeah. you have to let the chips fall where they may. It's like, I you agree. know, all the stuff in the court system, we're like, mm-hmm. but we know that guy's guilty. Well, we, that evidence is inadmissible. And you sometimes you have to take the greater totally. good and say the system is the system. Right. And, I, and well, the, the and chips it, have to fall where they may. I'm sorry, we had to dismiss that evidence. And on that analogy, if Trump wins the presidency, I don't think that we should like have an insurrection and not right. recognize okay, that's what I'm saying, it. Because where does that, where does that lead? No, I'm not saying that. Although he has already planted seeds for that by saying this election is going to be rigged when he was doing poorly in the polls. He's yeah. already well, he's good at that. asking people to show up and kind of be bullies at the well, polls. I mean, would, 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 would everybody in your camp 
jump automatically not go to impeachment or overthrow or insurrection? Though? Yeah, like, is that had, not dang, a dangerous way to think? I'm not, I no, understand no, no. you're he not would, saying you that. You could impeach him if he broke a law as president, which so you'd have to wait for him to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, that's interesting. I don't I don't know what will happen. I mean, would that just be the strategy? President. Like when Obama won, Maybe. there was a lot of people, it's not my president, all that. And I, I despise that line of thinking. And yeah. I would, if Trump wins the presidency, I think you have no choice but to support him as best we can as Americans. You have to respect I don't him think winning. I, I, yeah. would, I would be so disappointed to see Democrats saying, not my president. Or whatever. I don't yeah. want. Well, that you're going to see some stickers and yeah, of course. But I mean, but no that's I think that's so distasteful and disrespectful of our yeah. system. And I'm a person yeah. that doesn't vote, hasn't voted. Right. I consider that a valid form of expression. Yeah. I believe that if you care about stuff, you have to be involved, and you should be involved in your local, yeah. in your community, in. Uh, Communities are global, by the way. A community can be the 10,000 people yeah. that listen to this show or whatever it is. People that you know. Your community is your community. Your local stuff's your local. It matters. Stuff, not nothing matters. I'm not completely an anarchist or nihilist, but I am slightly attracted to those philosophies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, <laughs> you, you, you just, oh, gosh. I like yeah. chaos a little bit. I admit yeah. it, but, uh, or a lot, but you, to, to talk to people, to engage, to have a conversation matters. So I don't, I don't take it at all. I don't accept the criticism at all if I don't vote, I can't complain or whatever. I think a dialogue like that to influence a people at a party or dinner or on a podcast like this, I believe this has influence and I believe this conversation has a lot more influence than of a vote, first of all. And also because it's not this isn't over politicized, I'm glad we didn't debate. I'm glad we've not yeah. done that because I think it'd be unproductive. And um, you know, this is not, this isn't little sound bites. This is really doing the thought experiments and the mental math and the lifting. Yeah. I mean, this conversation impacts my point of view. It really does. I was trying to convince you, man. I, I don't think it's an easy convince. <laughs> I still don't care. I'm still not worried. And I'm still hoping that the hurricane comes, man, but it's not real. Worried. Nobody dies, you know? I, I mean, I understand I'd like that. for there to be maybe a 5.8 earthquake here next week. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's I don't fine. want a yeah. 9.0. You know? yeah, yeah. I don't right. want, you know, that's just what, that's what, it, that, what it's like for me. Man, I just think I... I if the guy can't, if the guy can't help but attack the parents of a dead marine, it's bad character. That's, it's bad character. I just no cannot imagine he won't get my vote. Him being a safe president, I just can't. It's not a safe. It's not a safe vote, really. No, it's basically saying fuck it and rolling the dice. But ever, but but there's been a million political revolutions that have happened that there are casualties in and things have changed. I'm not saying this is yeah, that. That's not, but, but stuff. I don't know that's a good argument though. It, well, I mean, it's not. It's, it's an argument in the sense that there are forces that pin up and build up until something has to give. This might not be the bit the worst thing to give way. Man, if, is, is you what know, I'm if Cruz was the nominee, right? Then nothing would have ever changed. Well, though. no. I mean, Cruz is Cruz is like hardcore right Tea Party. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a politician. In that sense, he's establishment. But, like, it would be a very different thing than Hillary winning. And it would be... Yeah, oh, totally. It's populist, and it's kind of like... That would be interesting. But Cruz is not going to, like... You know, I, I wouldn't want... I wouldn't have wanted Cruz personally. But I wouldn't be as what afraid as I am about Trump. Yeah. Because at least Cruz like makes calculated decisions and holds his cards close until it's time to play them. You just, you are the commander of the greatest military in the world mm-hmm. and you are the, uh, the avatar for the most wealthy country in the world and the most powerful country in mm-hmm. the world. And you represent that country in the mid, which is in, embro- and our country is embroiled in always the most contentious world situations. And you're, 
I just don't think that any level of grievance about politics or two-party systems or any level of worry about the Supreme Court is worth putting those things in the hands of Donald Trump. I completely don't disagree with that point of view. That's my argument. Yeah. So I actually, just to be honest on Supreme Court, I'm kind of a conservative Supreme Court guy. Sure. I mean, Supreme I, Court's a big one. Like, Scalia, like a single issue or abortion or Supreme Court. I mean, and, you, I, and think- I'm not a liberal Supreme Court guy. Like I read Scalia's book and some of the stuff he said was definitely racist. And some of his, uh, some of his conclusions he came to, he's not a moral hero of America, but as a legal thinker, I, I like him. I yeah. liked him. If, if I we would go be, to, I would love Merrick Garland. Who's like a pretty moderate choice that Obama put mm-hmm. forward. I would love three more, down the middle, moderate yeah, we, justices. Yeah, for sure, it's a great. it's a big deal to. I mean, you can really screw up the Supreme Court with identity and agenda politics. It could yeah, really happen. I'm not saying that's at the same time. Uh, you know, the Congress still has to approve them. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It isn't true. Like, and this is something that people should think about. I mean, Obama put forward an old centrist guy, mm-hmm. so he's not. Yeah. Ginsburg. Sure. I mean, no, like, I understand that. It's but not this- like any president just gets to put whoever they want in. So Trump put out his list to appease values voters. Here are the people I would consider. Yep. If you think for one second that he cares about that list, please don't kid yourself. He will put in whoever he wants. Who he will nominate whoever he wants to nominate. Probably a friend of his. Probably someone who can do him some favor or makes him look good, and then. That guy may or may not get through right. the, ve- the yeah, voting but, process. Well, I mean, these are limitations of our system, but the system's all we got. That's my it big is the point. Like, we, we really have, this is our system, and it has to go away. And it's, there's no individual that should just, like, it's not like if you could do the Supreme Court, it would go well. Yeah. Or, if we, or if the Republicans fail so bad, we get an all-democratic everything, that that's would go either. poorly. Yeah, I don't want... And so that's, need... that's why the system yep. always reaches this equilibrium, and it always will, but this time it's in an unexpected way, and, you know, these are the limitations of the system, but I, I, it's hard for me to go against American democracy and yeah. saying the chips fall where they may. This is how it works. I just... So, um, did, we, did we get questions? Any questions? Okay. A bunch of comments uh, inter- of people inter- like to debate. Okay, interject yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, that's fine. But uh, I want to sort of throw. But I'm out- good. I don't. I don't. I don't have any other things. I'm not trying to contest you. Let me. Let me say yeah. you've done a much better job than I thought you might <laughs> of not being condescending. I, uh, there's to, nothing to, to be condescending not, about. Well, it's easy to be condescending to Trump supporters, and you didn't take that approach. No, I don't think, you know, like, yeah, be, I think like, that's wrong. It's so dirty to say those people are racist, and they said this. Did you hear a Trump supporter hit a lady? Or like, yeah. That's dirty, and I'm glad I mean, you, I think that like Peter Bannon, who ran Breitbart, is racist. I mean, like he has said straight-up racist things, mm-hmm. but I don't think that, like, and I think that Trump gives voice to a lot of white nationalist ideas mm-hmm. that are super dangerous and are flat out wrong. I, I and accept immoral. downloads of my podcast and people buying my music that are racist, though. They're right. fine with me if they buy it. Sure. And I'm not me. saying that every, and I'm definitely not saying that every one of his people who are going to vote for him, I mean, there's plenty of yeah. people who are going to vote for him that really dislike him, but feel like they have to for the Supreme Court. And I just think, man, I don't think you can be confident about what no, he's going to do with the Supreme I Court. Agree. I mean, he's not beholden to you. Yeah. He has said the bare minimum amount of things to get evangelicals to vote for him. It has oh, yeah. worked. That has been deeply troubling for me, who was raised evangelical. Well, just let me suggest, if it, first of all, do you think he's going to win? I mean, do you th- I mean, but your internal sense. My you think- internal sense is I would say 50-50. 
I think wow, that Clinton amazing. I think that Clinton has such a better ground game that I might push that to like 65 35. Could be a voter turnout thing. It's hard to predict. It's right? hard to say. I mean, I, I at this point I would say I mean, it's near 50-50. It's 60-40 or something. I, I believe the numbers wow. and uh I'm I'm extremely concerned. I mean, I when I sit uh, can I let me just close with um like a more of a heartstrings argument. Go for it. One of the things that I do is part of my anxiety disorder. We'll wrap it full circle. Okay. Man, what an entertainer yep, I am. Very good. You're good. Uh, on I give you that. One of the things I do when I, that my counselors encourage me to do is uh, in the mornings to try and sit with negative feelings. Mm -hmm. And when I, and I have all this anxiety about Trump and I, I follow the election stuff kind of more incessantly than I'd like to for my own mental health. When I sit there with that and I, I sort of meditate on what Trump means, I get really, really sad for the least of these in America. Mm -hmm. I get sad for immigrants and children of immigrants. I get sad for American Muslims. Um, I get sad for Mexican Americans in particular with all of the, you know, stuff going on. I, I get sad for undocumented immigrants, especially mm -hmm. those who work and pay taxes. And it just breaks my heart, man. I, I we need to acknowledge, even if we're going to vote, if we're going to choose to vote on the Supreme Court as a single issue, which s plenty of people I respect, that's where they're leaning. I, I don't think they're right to do that. If we're going to do that, we need to at least then say, to make up for it, I'm going to get involved in my community Absolutely. with people of color or the low-income school that's a few miles down the road because it will matter. If Donald Trump becomes president, the message that Americans are sending to the rest of the world is, you can say racist things, you can tell blatant falsehoods, Mm -hmm. uh, you can lie directly to our faces, but as long as you show us whites that, that, if, that our interests are most important, and as long as you'll throw us a bone about the Supreme Court, we'll vote for you. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's, that is what we're saying. Yeah. We are saying that if we elect him. And I mean, yeah. I'm saying that if we elect him as an American. That is what we America is saying, is that we, he's not disqualified by criticizing war heroes. He's not disqualified by giving voice to racism. He's not disqualified by inflaming our fears and saying that immigrant criminals are attacking everybody when in fact immigrants have lower crime rates than citizens. We're saying none of that is disqualifying. He told me he would put conservative justices in the Supreme Court. I'm going to give him the presidency. I just think we need to, I, I think that's naive. And if we do do that, I think we need to be ready to balance it out by really publicly yep. loving our neighbors. Yeah, you know, that's a really good point, too. That's the other one that I really, really give you is almost everything about a, a support for Trump usually is fueled by hate. And I'm not or saying fear. That, no, or not fe hate. Well, fear, fear and hate, but the, but here's what I'm saying: the hate comes in with yeah, but and it's a stick it to Hillary and it's a stick it to the liberals. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I don't believe it's overt racism is driving this thing. I'm not yeah, that I'm worried not. about that in the same way that you are, but. I do think that it's like everything you can say bad about Trump that may be true is immediately met with this almost gleeful hate of 
Hillary and liberals and that that demonizing the other people that yeah. that's concerning to I me because I'm, I don't I, see that a lot with my friends and stuff. I well, mean, that's I see what it on I'm the saying. News, that's what's so guess, goofy but. from my point of view is everybody that I know in South Carolina is a certain way and they think this way and I understand it and everybody here can't understand why they're that way. Right. But everybody here yeah. loves recycling. I have a hard time understanding that personally, but <laughs> yeah. I get that's the way you were raised and you don't yeah. understand that that's hard harder for me. Yeah, but I get it. But it's not a surprise that you. You, I mean, your dad's a therapist. You grew up in California. Yeah, You're right. intelligent. You have a degree in philosophy, whatever. You you didn't really arrive anywhere. This is your default, obvious position. Like that, you know what I mean? Like you didn't. Mm. It, it's un, uh, I'm not trying to dismiss you, yeah. but a person that lives in Seattle that's big into recycling and doesn't eat gluten, that's not a ton of independent thought that got them there. That's the same mm. as a person in the South. They just are the way they are. And if you were born in Alabama in 1950, you would be completely a racist. You would be one. It's, statistically, it's likely. Right. I mean, so, I mean there are some right. free thinkers so that then, arrive where you do and where I do, but most people just, of course, you think the way that you think. It's well, very logical. My appeal, but my appeal to all of us, and you, you is, just have to understand the other people are the same. You know and what? I'm asking, that's what I'm asking Trump supporters: sure. is don't hate Hillary and liberals and right. people like Dan. But let me say, let me say something to, guy, you know? let me say something to Bernie or Bust people too, who are further liberal than I am on the far left, and who a lot of them are not supporting Hillary because they feel like the the DNC hijacked the primary, and you know she can't be trusted, and Bernie was our guy, and he should have won it. Like I understand those concerns mm -hmm. but it's trump yep like it's just trump well maybe where this that, is part of progress i, I can't card. tell if this is negative or positive over i really don't know but i am of course a skeptical person but i'm optimistic about project human and i'm good with the leaks i'm good with some chaos here and there mm -hmm. i'm good with us figuring this out i'm really good with this conversation getting views shared talked about the future is not government and its leaders it's connectivity it's mm. positive action from individuals knowing they can make a difference in a way they've never been able to before if everybody yeah. got eight youtube views all of those are better than votes in my opinion mm. i don't think government's the source of our problems i don't really think it's the cause of our problems we can right. do stuff humans are going to figure it out but connectivity, it does technology us. learning sharing coming closer together yeah. not polarizing is what i'm hoping if you want, do. well, if you want, if you want to send a message to the rest of the world or to the rest of your own country that you are for connectivity and for working things out together, mm -hmm. then vote for Hillary. I can understand. I that. mean, if I you mean, vote for Trump, you're, you are sending the opposite but message. What, I'm just trying to play in what you're saying. Like, okay, whatever you're going to vote, whatever, balance it out with your own damn action. Sure. That's what. Yes. This is where we. You don't understand people out there. You have this ability to really have effect you do yeah. i do you do right. every not just me with a microphone you you can do stuff there are two exciting there are two that's the future within five it's not miles about yeah. these demagogues and kings i mean come on yeah like the farther we get through history you're going to have less tyrants less that's dictators yeah. less national government if texas seceded tomorrow and had disconnected from the united states they'd probably be okay yeah it probably would be okay It'd be different. You know I what I mean? Yeah, it, I don't, I can't. I don't I'm just know. saying that the, <laughs> if you look at the progression, it would be, it would be bloody Individuals rough, yeah. are more empowered and thus have more responsibility. But the responsibility isn't to, to have the pastor do the religious stuff and mm. the king or the tyrant do the other stuff. It's your job. It's my job. I okay. de-emphasize, and part of, that's part of my expression here is I de-emphasize Trump, Clinton, 
Colin Powell. Who cares? Well, I in in a sense I Focus agree, on you. And especially if Focus you're on your community, especially if you're a Christian, then you know Jesus is very clear that you render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and you render unto God what is God's. So whoever wins, my job is to love my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Just flat. I period. just want to encourage that it it's is. possible and it matters. And, it and better, that matters more so. And that matters and a lot more than it's ever my, been. Yes. And for me to care for my neighbor is a lot easier or is it means yeah. a lot more than my vote. Uh, yes. That's true. Exactly. But we all still are going to vote on November 8th. <laughs> and I'm, I'm begging with you. <laughs> if you need, okay. And last piece of practical thing. If you need someone to make a case for Hillary, listen to the pastor with no answers episode that's coming up. The Hillary one, mm-hmm. a friend of mine, Robbie is on and it's very smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and just consider it, you know, d- and vary your news sources. If you read Breitbart and Drudge Report, you should also be reading yeah. the times and the post and, uh, probably even like Occupy Democrats. If you're going to go that far on the right, you should go that far on the left. But, you know, read the journal. That's conservative. Read the Post and the Times. They skew a little bit liberal, but they're kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You got, we say we got two minutes or two questions. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm totally done. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, if there's I'm anything done. else you'd like to say, to- totally respect all they're saying. I really appreciate you having an even keel approach for for somebody who could be triggered and right <laughs> as totally. such. The, uh, Scott Adams said that when he talks to people about Trump, he says a lot of times they will physically shake and react. You know, it's just a, such a bizarre thing. So Man. so interesting, so entertaining. Thank you, Dan. Well, check me, out okay. Sherwood's yeah. page. Yeah, you got about, Sherwood. You, whatever. You uh, got about 30 seconds of the stream. Right, 30 seconds, off, just my last couple of things. Don't give Trump nukes. Don't let him be the spokesperson for the greatest or most powerful country in the world. Mm -hmm. And do not vote for him and approve his, the racism towards other colors. Right on. Please. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Jabberjawmedia.com. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. I'm Andrew Pryor, and every week I bring you the wonderful and fabulous people involved in French food, whether they're here in France like me or from around the world. Each week, we dive into a specific topic, be it a French dish, an ingredient, or a French cuisine cooking technique. My guests are all about French food, so come join me on fabulously delicious the french food podcast bon app hey this is chris swinney formerly of the ataris and currently host of that one time on tour part of the sound talent media podcast network have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road the highs can be euphoric but the lows can be crushing join me every week as i chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases their worst nightmare Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.